Today, I'm going to talk about the pathway to medical residency in Germany. And I'm very excited to have my friend Yazan Mohsen for this episode. Welcome, Yazan, to my channel. Hi, hi, everyone. Hello, Melki. Thank you for inviting me. And thank you for the great job you're doing on your channel. Thank you. Can you please tell us where you are now in your education and what kind of residency you're doing? Well, I'm currently in my third year in uh, well cardiology. Uh, in Germany, it's not only cardiology program, it's an internal medicine and cardiology. So you have to do three years of uh, internal medicine generally, and then you get to specialize for three years in the cardiology on its own. Very interesting. After, as a foreign medical graduate, after I finished medical school from any school outside Germany, what do I need to do before applying to residency in Germany? Well, uh, basically, the most important thing about working in Germany is the language, because uh, the demand for medical professionals in the in the country is is huge, and there are a lot of vacancies, and it's relatively easy in comparison to other countries, for example, the United States, to get uh, a position here. Uh, so I would say the most important thing is speaking the language, which might take longer than all the other steps combined. And are there any specific exams that you need to do before practicing in Germany? Uh, considering the language, uh, of course, there is, uh, well, the most well-recognized exam is the Fachsprachprüfung, which is the uh, special uh, test for uh, medical English in Germany. And it's recognized all over the country. Some, uh, some states may recognize some other tests, for example, B2 or C1 talc for medicine, but it's, uh, it's like the recognition of these tests is getting uh, smaller and smaller nowadays, and almost everyone is just residing to the official test, which is run by the doctor's physician's association. So it's easy to transfer between uh, states if that were the case. Okay, so I want to start by asking about the details of that lang the language exams and how you get there. What levels is which level is needed for me to pass the Fachsprachprüfung, and how did you start preparing for these exams? Uh, well, basically, uh, you could say theoretically you need a B two level, which is an upper intermediate. However, as a, uh, of my per, uh, personal experience, I would say it's not quite enough. It, it might be enough to pass the exam, but it still be, you still be struggling in your uh, everyday life at the hospital. Uh, in optimal situation, you would like to finish the C1 level, which is uh, in German a quite a difference from English, in which it's normally B2, C1 are very similar in German. You, get, you finish all the levels quite uh, rapidly and getting the C1 will get you more uh, confidence in your language to be able to communicate very well. Uh, you need for the, of course, the medical German uh, differs uh, usually from the normal spoken German all day. So you might be able to communicate very well on everyday basis, but still go to a hospital and not be able to understand anything because you're using different terms, different verbs, like even normal German people wouldn't be using all the time. So it's you need to have both of these words at the same time. Just to clarify for our listeners is that whenever you're preparing for an exam, especially these the terms that Yazan was using regarding B2 and C1, 
there are the A1, A2, B1, B2, and C1, C2 levels. And after you finish these levels, there's an exam that tests your speaking, reading, listening, and writing abilities. And yes, then, do you get tested in the same four, four aspects of language in the Fachprüfung or just the one? Well, uh, actually, there's there are more aspects involved in the Fachsprachprüfung. Uh, it's very important uh, to be able to understand the other people and to make yourself understandable, to be able to communicate. So I think it's, uh, uh, I myself had a lot of, I think, uh, writing mistakes when I did the exam. When I took the exam, I also did some uh, people also mistake the exam for a medical test. It's not a medical test. You're expected to have a little bit of knowledge, but you'll have just, it's only about you being able to communicating. And uh, the exam is standardized around Germany, and it would always start with you uh, speaking with an actor or a patient and asking them about everything involving their case. So uh, the questions that are used normally are standardized. So you have just to memorize the same construction of questions and uh, the, the patients normally don't try to trick you. They just answer clearly and slowly like the actors. And then you'll have to summarize what you've just heard in written, which is not the complicated part. Now, mostly the, I think the biggest uh, part of this exam uh, relies on the last part, which is you presenting this patient and communicating with uh, uh, two examiners or three examiners which are actually doctors who are practicing medicine which evaluate your uh, your ability to communicate confidently in in german so they need you to make sure that you understood most of the important things that you didn't your lack of confidence in the language would not uh, lead you to to big mistakes and uh, to injure or to putting anyone in danger which is the main important thing about the, uh, about uh, learning the language and communicating and working at a hospital very interesting and i want to contrast that with the exam that is done first the everyday language exam uh, you get a text a big paragraph and then you get questions that covers the reading part you get uh, you listen to people speaking German and then you get tested about the information presented during those records. The writing part, you have to write a paragraph about something they ask you for and the speaking, they present you either with pictures or with text and you should speak about this situation with an examiner, which makes it a little bit different from the Fachsprache. It's, it, yeah, it's actually, I would say it's more challenging and more difficult to to write a normal uh, exam in a normal language test as in, in comparison to the German medical language test. Uh, and it's, uh, there's a, also a very important point. Actually, uh, in, in many states, especially in the, for example, in the North Rhine-Westphalia where I work right now, the, the language, it's actually not a requirement to have a prior knowledge of German to apply for the Fachsprachprüfung. It's, you're expected to have it because if you don't have B2 at least, you won't be able to pass the test theoretically. However, it's not really a requirement. You don't have to provide any uh, any like certificates of, of a language level. On average, they will need two months for every level of German. Of course, some levels are separated. And by level, I mean A1, A2. 
some levels are separated to A1 part one and A1 part two. So on average, you need till you finish the whole four levels till the end of B2 between eight and uh, 12 months maximum, which is, uh, which is quite fast. And uh, if you work on yourself, you, you'd be able to finish it even faster if, if you're motivated enough. And after you finish your B2, how much time do you need to pass the Fachsprach Prüfung? Yeah, well, I would, I would, personally, I'd recommend finishing C1, which is the time which is going to take you around extra two to three months, mm -hmm. which will give you the confidence enough to use uh, the language more in writing and speaking. However, uh, if you're just finishing B2 and you're feeling confident enough, you'll have uh, a book which is not that big, and you could take courses which normally around four to six weeks, and I think this uh, period of time, if you're putting it, investing all your time in studying uh, the language, the Deutsche Erste, then uh, it should be a sufficient time to, to pass the exam. Uh, there are protocol, exam protocols all over in all the states and they're used quite very often. And uh, it's all about repetition, about knowing your, your terms, your lingo, and you'll just be able to, to pass the exams with no problem as long as you have good, uh, as long as you could communicate. Can I study German in, inside my country in order to decrease the expenses of living in Germany? And at which level do you recommend study in Germany? Well, of course, uh, of course, you could study German uh, in your country. I would recommend uh, finding a native speaker, which is not uh, that difficult with Germans. However, uh, till the level of B2, I th or at least the end of B1, I think it's uh, preferable to study at your country, especially because you'll be able to save time and save a lot of money. Uh, learning German in Germany is not a very cheap experience. And do you have any recommended resources for studying? Uh, for studying German language, there are many, many books. Uh, for uh, the medical language, there's, as I said before, Deutsch für Ärzte is one of the like, most famous books ever. And uh, of course, there are a lot of uh, other uh, online YouTube courses nowadays that will help you study German for medicine. There are actually many just when you're searching on YouTube, Deutsch für Ärzte, you will find a lot of, of, of online videos that will help you learn about uh, the new words, the different how to use in the conversations. Great. I want to share a personal experience of me learning the language. I see that many students struggle with finding a teacher or they, they have to wait several months to find a teacher. I think several of these books that I studied, like the Studio, Aspecte, that you can learn by yourself because you can search a dictionary online, find in English, uh, German, or whatever your language is. They can spell the words for you. You have the, the answers already there in the book. You can listen and you can the, find the text of what the records are. So most of these books are, you can be doing it yourself. It's good to have a teacher to, or a mentor to guide you through this process and go over the, each section by itself, but I don't think it's required. I, when I started learning German, I had a teacher for the first two levels, and then I continued by myself, and I had just guidance from time to time, and I studied with 
other students who were preparing, we were speaking. The only problem with this self-learning strategy is that you won't be able to speak with somebody else. So, but if you're having, for example, friends who are preparing for the same level, you can practice with them. And that would save you so much time waiting for a course to start or if the course is not going in the same speed that you are. Because as Yasan was saying, the appropriate time is around eight months from A1 to B2, but many students can finish it in three or four months. So if you can do that and you have the time, I recommend doing that. Another recommendation for medical students is that if you are already determined to go to Germany, I recommend starting doing language early in your school. Don't wait to finish in order to start because that will help you save time and you can start your journey directly after you graduate from medical school. So now let's move to the medical exams required. If, for example, you are studying in the US, you need your step one, your step two, your CS before you apply to the match. What are the equivalents, the medical exam equivalents of these exams in the US? Uh, well, luckily enough, in Germany, there is only one exam, and it's called Die Gleichfertigkeitsprüfung. It's or the approbation, which is uh, the state uh, exam for medicine, and it's actually almost identical to the state exam that German students uh, must take in order after finishing their studies, and it's uh, it involves uh, a practical part. Well, your skills as a physician will would be examined. Uh, you will be presented with a patient. You'll where uh, the physical examination should take apart the physical uh, history of the patient and all the uh, related uh, ideas about the test that you would like to uh, to perform and everything else. And then you'll be uh, have to present the patient. It's very similar to the Fachsprachprüfung. However, now the medicine and uh, uh, the counts and you have to to deliver ideas differential diagnosis treatment medicine and then normally the test involves three a committee of three examiners in this exam do you have patients acting to be patients like the Fachsprachprüfung, or you just uh, discuss the cases with doctors well, Melki, uh, these exams normally take uh, take place at uh, a hospital most of the times, so, which means you have you'll encounter normal patients that are sick that are admitted to the German hospitals. They're actual patients who uh, deliver the consent to to be part of the test, and they uh, present with the normal symptoms, with the normal complaints, and you'll have just to uh, they will of course act as normal patients which is which means they won't speak slowly they won't uh, be very considerate to your situation most of the times you need to be uh, very confident you need to be to understand the different accents they might have uh, so it's uh, it's i would say more challenging than with the Fachsprachprüfung, but also if you're planning on working in a german hospital this is what would you encounter in an everyday situation so it's fair Correct. And do you have a written exam or just this exam to for license? It's 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 literally uh, identical to the Fachsprachprüfung. So you will uh, examine the patient, speak with the patient, take the uh, the patient history, and then you'll have enough time to uh, write the report, uh, give uh, your discussion about the diagnosis, 
and uh, deliver differential diagnosis, treatment, uh, diagnostic uh, methods, what you're going to use, and this will be evaluated as a part of the exam. We'll take points, and then you'll have to discuss your case, of course, with the uh, with the exams committee, and then you'll get different uh, questions from different specialities in in medicine. Are you allowed to practice medicine before you pass that exam, or you have to pass it in order to practice medicine? Well, that's the great thing about Germany. Uh, taking uh, such a huge exam uh, requires a lot of experience, and uh, luckily enough, they uh, will allow you to to acquire this experience and for a proper payment. So, as you have the proper uh, language qualification, which is the Fachsprachprüfung, in the most cases, you'll be able to uh, start working as a normal uh, uh, resident. However, only under supervision, which means you're not allowed to be on your own completely and to uh, take responsibility for the patients on your own, which is a good thing and a bad thing because you, it means you can't have night shifts on your own, you can't have weekend shifts on your own. However, you'll be able to uh, work at the hospital as a resident and you'll uh, earn a complete salary, which something will, would help you a lot. Uh, and it will enable you to collect the experience, enough experience to conquer the exam, either in learning, in improving your language, improving your knowledge, and getting familiar with the different uh, processes in a German hospital. So in order to practice, you just need the flashback platform but yeah you need this the exam the licensing exam in order to be independent to work as a resident independently yeah and and there's a very important point Melky. First, first of all this period of time you're allowed to work for is is limited it's either for one or two years and it's only uh, ex, uh will be able to ex extend it in under very special circumstances and second of all, the time that you'll be working, it's, it's actually quite well. You'll be earning enough like normal salary, like a normal resident in Germany, but it won't count as part of your Fach als Weiterbildung, which is your specialization and your, your residency. And which means the time, the longer you stay in your period of time, it means you're just wasting your time. Oh, and so it won't count so, uh, residency years. No, it won't count, uh, no matter, like, there are, I've heard of some exceptions where, like, it, it counted, but it's clear rules, it applies to all the states in Germany, it's a law that's been admitted, I think, I believe, in 2016 or around that area, so there might be uh, some older cases which everything got accepted, this is not the case anymore. Just to touch base on everything you mentioned, in order to start residency in Germany, you need the Fachsprachprüfung, which is the language exam. Some states require another exam to prove your uh, common German language, but others don't. You can yeah. start practicing after you have your Fachsprachprüfung, but that won't count uh, from your residency years until you do the licensing exam, which is uh, you examine real patients and discuss the situation with the doctors. Exactly. So now after you finished all these exams, how, can, how does the match process work in Germany? In the US you apply, you get interviews, and then you match with, with the program. How did that process work in Germany? 
Well, in Germany, it's much simple. It's not that complicated. It's offer and uh, <laughs> it's it depending on what the market's offering and your demand. And um, as I said before, Germany is a very uh, one of the favorite countries for uh, foreigner students because there are a lot of vacancies. If you're looking for a job, let's say you're looking for uh, for a post as in internal medicine and you'll just have to look for vacancies in this uh, uh, in this field and apply for for in in different hospitals that will have vacancies how can you find these vacancies there are many papers many newspapers many uh, online uh, offers and of course through contacts as well that would be one of the most common thing most common way to find in germany it's it's a huge market there's a huge demand for doctors so if you're not very picky you're traveling to this country for the first time and you're willing to to work either in a very small town or somewhere uh, in in different areas you will definitely find a job it's um, of course if you're now talking about a very lucrative position at some university hospital at some center where there's uh, a very famous uh, chef who's specializing something very important then you'll have to have a very uh, spectacular cv and you'll have to have good connections and your uh, recommendations and and all the different research maybe and of course uh, a very important way uh, to find a job is by doing an internship because uh, normally when when medical students arrive in germany they apply for many internships and they mostly most of them get get rejected however the ones that accept your internship uh, they they also normally are the hospitals that have vacancies that and expecting you to uh, somehow to start working at their hospital if if you were if they were to like you so getting uh, an internship in the first place is a very good indication that if you will do well you'll be able to get a job at this hospital. So just to summarize what Izan mentioned regarding the match process, there is no one system that you apply to all hospitals at the same time and the match works from on certain dates. It's more of a, the hospital has some vacancies, you apply to these hospitals and you'll get your job. Uh, they depend more on the subjective criteria like letters of recommendation, rotations, because the exams are not scored. The, both exams are pass or fail and they don't use that for your for, for your evaluation the best way to start in the hospital is to look for internship in that specific hospital and just by emailing doctors directly and trying to find a job in that hospital and even if you start at a small hospital you don't have to finish your whole training in that hospital you can move to larger hospitals in larger cities and your years of training will be combined from all the hospitals you trained at, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So that's gonna bring us to the end of our discussion today. There was so much information about the pathway to Germany and it was very nice talking to you, Yazan. Yeah, thank you, Malky, nice talking to you. And the idea is actually Germany is a very simple and structural country. You'll find that the rules are similar and it's uh, it's absolutely 100% easier than the United States so I wish everyone a lot of luck and of course thank you Malka again for for doing this uh, this webinars
Thank you so much. I hope everyone found the information useful. If you like it, subscribe to my channel and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Malkasad. Thank you so much for watching and see you in future episodes.